Welcome to Heart Sounds, where we explore the spiritual life with the aim of living well. I'm your host, Steve Harper. Well, we're in Season 2, and we're looking at the infrastructure of the spiritual life. In Season 1, we sort of looked at the foundational elements of spirituality. Now we're looking at a spiritual house that moves from the foundation to you begin to see the plumbing and the electrical work, and you begin to see the walls coming up and all those sorts of things that begin to make the house livable. That's what we're looking at here in Season 2, the infrastructure. I've started with the infrastructure of the water system or the plumbing system. Uh, We've spent the last uh, couple of sessions on the water itself, Jesus talking about living water and looking at uh, what uh, spiritual water would be in its essence of a kind of spiritual H2O. Today I want to talk about the the streams that it takes uh, to get that water to the house. Um, Richard Foster talks about the spiritual renaissance that we're going through these days as a Mississippi of the Spirit, this long flowing stream that that starts way up north and ends south of New Orleans. He says that's, that's what we're undergoing today, is a Mississippi of the Spirit. And he wrote a book called Streams of Living Water to talk about the streams that feed into the Mississippi River. Well, I got curious about that not long ago, and I googled how many streams feed the Mississippi River. 7,000 streams feed into the Mississippi. Can you imagine? I might have said 50. I might have said 25 or 30. I don't know what I would have said. I knew the Allegheny flows into the Ohio and the Ohio flows into the Mississippi and the Missouri and Arkansas rivers and, you know, all those I could have spoken of off the top of my head. But 7,000 streams are what you're looking at when you look at the Mississippi River. I've come to believe the spiritual life is that way too. We can talk about it. We can describe it in 25, 30, 40 different ways. But if we could really see spirituality the way God sees it, we would understand that it's thousands and thousands of streams. And all of those streams are streams of living water. I'll put Richard Foster's book on the Heart Sounds Facebook page so that uh, we can begin the exploration because that's what we're going to do in the next few weeks. I want to go through some of the major streams of the Christian tradition with respect to the spiritual life. But before doing that, I want to look at what I would call the interfaith streams. I'll put some resources on the Facebook page for that too. How do the streams of the world's religions, how do the streams of of just being made in the image of God and being aware of the creation and responding to the creation, how does that all begin to flow into our spiritual house? Well, of course, one way is through content, and that's why we started by looking at the water. It's uh, We're going to focus on the on the, on the pipes and the spiritual disciplines and all that kind of thing. But the first thing, of course, is the water itself. And so we've looked at that. The, 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 the content of the spiritual life uh, comes from so many different streams, and it can all come into our spiritual house. Uh, we looked at a lot of that in Season 1, where we used those six questions of who, what, when, where, why, and how. 
to explore spirituality. It's, it's in the content where we discover the reality of God and our relationship with God and growth in that relationship called sanctification or maturation. And then how we begin to live a life that honors God and does the will of God on earth as it is in heaven. All those are kind of content questions. We're going to begin today with container questions because uh, you've got to have something to put the, the, the water into. Those 7,000 streams flow into a, a, a river called the Mississippi. So there are containers. I was thinking about this in terms of the hospitality that we extend to people. You know, you don't say, come over to the house and let's have some, some soup or whatever it is, and then pour it all over the table. You, you get out bowls or you bring out glasses to pour a beverage into. You, you, you've got to have a container or otherwise the content just goes all over the place. And there are some kind of wild and crazy spiritualities out there that just kind of go in all directions. Um, that's not what Heart Sounds is about. It's interfaith, it's eclectic, it uh, is broad as well as deep, but it doesn't ignore the fact that there must be containers. So we're going to look at that. The streams that are feeding us, what are they? Let's look at several of them uh, today, and then we'll get specific in upcoming episodes. One of the containers, of course, are the sacred texts that all the world's religions have in one way or another. Uh, Hinduism has the Bhagavad Gita, the uh, Islam is the Quran. We have the Old and New Testaments. Uh, every major religion has its texts, and other spiritualities do as well. And that's important because we want to have objectivity. Spiritual formation is not just guesswork. It's not throwing a dart in the dark and hoping you hit a target. It's, uh, it's guided by texts. There needs to be something objective uh, because as uh, the Christian scriptures say, the heart is deceitful. Um, we can mess things up even when we're trying to get them right. So we need to have what Dr. Albert Outler called a Supreme Court somewhere, someplace we can go to measure our uh, opinions and attitudes and emotions against revelation. Now, there are problems in the Bible and there are problems in all the sacred texts. And maybe at some point in this series, we can talk about what does it mean to accept those texts as authoritative. Uh, I'm not there yet. I don't want to go there. I just want to say today that one of the containers for the spiritual life are sacred texts. I'd add to that the traditions that uh, uh, history gives to those texts, how they unfold over time through the lives of real people who had to, to read those texts and pray those texts and live those texts. We'll be saying more about the traditions. In fact, when we look at the streams coming up starting next week, we'll be looking at some of the major traditions of the spiritual life. A third thing for the container is that we need good guides. We need people who've been on the journey and have been so in a responsible, trustworthy way. And we need communities that are healthy and life-giving and supportive. Uh, the spiritual life is not a solo enterprise. It's uh, not walking alone. It's life together. And then, of course, the final container is our experience. It does come to us through texts and traditions and guidance and community. And then we process all that in our own hearts uh, to where we say, uh, as the old hymn does, you ask me how I know he lives, he lives within my heart, see. It, it, it finally becomes internal. 
The outside moves to the inside. The streams of living water uh, eventually get inside the house so that we can uh, turn on the tap and the water will flow into the homes that we have built. John Wesley called this living faith. The history of Christian spirituality calls it sapiential knowledge. We'll say more about that. That's a big word and we're almost out of time. What it means is the containers give us wisdom and it's wisdom that we need in order to live the spiritual life the way that we should. Well, as this episode draws to a close, we've said a lot in a few minutes. I hope it's been helpful. Tell others about Heart Sounds and uh, go to the Facebook page where you'll find additional resources for today's episode. It's been good to be with you. Thanks for tuning in. 